Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming to program author Cynthia Fabian, and she is the author of Figure Eight. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available on our website as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Cynthia, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I am here in Venice, Florida, and I was a former teacher, and I love to write books about overcoming obstacles for children. So tell us about your book. Figure Eight is really interesting because it covers a problem that often goes undiagnosed. It's called dyscalculia, and it's pronounced a few different ways, but it's like dyslexia in math. And the book is fictional. It's for middle grade fiction, fiction book, around 11 to 14 year old kids will benefit. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? Middle grade fiction around middle school. And that's an important age because the students are really struggling to find themselves and to be accepted into their own peer community. And this book has a very fun sense and also teaches about how you can deal with dyscalculia. And also there's a lot of other elements in the book about overcoming obstacles. Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Yes. As I said, overcoming obstacles or finding your own positive perception which is great in life if you are struggling and if you are not struggling to tolerate others that may or may not have a disorder that you cannot see. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? Overcoming obstacles, and that is something that we all face particularly middle grade students, because they're trying to be accepted into their peer group. So if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? There is one book, The Absolute Value of Mike, and that was written for fifth and sixth graders. There are virtually no other books about dyscalculia, there are only books about dyslexia, which is the English disorder of mixing up words. So why do you write the types of books that you write? When I was younger, I suffered with epilepsy, which is a disorder, a seizure disorder. And it took me a very long time to come to terms. And when I did, and I changed my perception about my disorder, I helped others. And in doing so, I was able to write many books about many disorders and how they can be overcome. And with me, it was music, it was meditation and yoga, and all of those natural things helped me to overcome my seizure disorder, which now I am completely seizure-free and do many things in life. 
Now, there are a zillion books out there about overcoming obstacles. What is it that makes your book different? My book focuses on overcoming obstacles, but it doesn't focus on it overtly. Like, let's open up this book and overcome obstacles. No, it actually just does it by example, and it does it for younger children. And as a former teacher of middle grade and high school, I used to really notice what it was that didn't allow them to cope and how desperately they wanted to fit in. And my books are all written for these readers and also for the parents, librarians, and teachers that have to find a way to connect with these students because it is difficult, and in this case, it is a very undiagnosed problem. So what part of the book did you have the hardest time writing? When I was writing the book, I based all of the characters on reality. So each of my character had a realistic element, although it was not about their life. There was one character, the Tory character in the book, that mirrored a lot of my life. She was very deprived and didn't have a lot of things growing up. And she lived only with her father, which is just like me, and enjoyed a life with her father. But it was about my life in that case with that character, although the Tory character was real. She was a real girl that wrote a song in the book but it was not based on her life. The Tory character was based on my life. So what part of the book did you have the most fun writing? I have a parrot, and the parrot is in the book as a protagonist. And every time the parrot would say something, because I'd be working very hard on writing this book, I would put it right into the book. So it's extremely natural, and I had a lot of fun when she would say her signature phrases like, oh boy, and where'd you go? And she's rather limited in her speech because she was a foster bird that I adopted. So which of the characters do you relate to the most? It would be the Tori character, the character of Tori, and I also really love Max, who is the main character because he's based loosely on my nephew, and I really love the way he deals with life. And it's kind of fun to look at him because all of the, his actions were always something that I used to deal with when he was growing up. And I had a lot of fun writing about his character. He was very realistic. And I enjoy just writing about all the characters. They seem to write themselves. Now, you're a former teacher. Do you try to write without expressing your opinions? There is absolutely no way that I could write without expressing my own opinions. And indeed, good writing is bringing a lot of yourself into your books. When people say, oh, it had nothing to do with me. I never lived through those circumstances. Most books are the author, and they're different facets of the author that you just all bring together. And figure eight is that book. And that's why I enjoyed writing it so much, because it was not only a catharsis, 
but it brought home a lot of the good that I lived in life as well, how I overcame tremendous obstacles in life. Now, you've referred to your books and characters as close to reality. What does that mean? Well, although they are not based solely on children that I have taught or children that I have known in life, they've all contributed a bit to the characters. And that was my fun because I would think about how students would react to things. And I was able to write very freely. It's almost like the characters jumped off the page and started to write themselves and bring a lot of interest and fun. And I particularly love writing dialogue. It's my favorite thing. I enjoy writing plays and dialogue as well. So that was the most fun for me. So did your environment or upbringing play a major role in your writing? Yes, my upbringing, we grew up rather poor, like the Tory character, and my father raised us, and he was really a great person, but he contributed a lot to the character and the artist in the book and that the fact that he was Hungarian and Tory was Hungarian. So it was a lot of similarities, and I brought it to the book to be able to find a way of expressing reality in life. So I didn't just make up some contrived character. Everybody did have a contributing factor when I wrote the book. All people were real or realistic. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? I don't know if it was a decision to write in this genre or in the beginning, it was a way to express it to other people. And I started writing for younger children with a book called Can't Enable, which is about bullying or not bullying and how to deal with it. So I started writing that book and then I went on in that genre because I saw how important it was to find a way to help children to deal with their lives. And their lives are often so difficult in any school that you can reach, whether it's a school with more money or a school with less money. The students are struggling at home because no life is perfect. No families are perfect. So many times they do struggle. So how would you describe your writing style? I think my writing style has changed over the years. I was a copywriter and an editor early on, and I have written for many newspapers and magazines, and I've written newsletters. So it tends to be brief, like me. I tend not to say a lot. But I do love my writing style because it can go to different places because of my training. In the beginning, I think it was a little more serious, and now I've lightened up, and there's a lot more humor in my writing. There's a lot more fun. As a matter of fact, a teacher can pick it up, a librarian or a parent, and they can have fun in the book, too, because there's some adult references, things that they might remember. But all my books are very wholesome. I would say that because I think it's very important for students and children to have a wholesome place to go to learn about life and 
yet overcome obstacles. There's really no room for letting them grow up too fast, I guess, in a sense. They're going to do that anyway. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? I think that it's great for middle grade fiction, although it's not about what I think. All you have to do is pick it up and you realize that it is also for the parent that wants to read it first. They'll find it interesting, but the middle grade student, about 11 to 14, maybe even 15, will have the most benefits from it. It's really exciting when you can pick up a book and that book can change your life. And I've had many that I've read as a young person and it literally, the short story or the book changed my life completely and how I looked at things, which is how I became the person that I am. And that's why I write about overcoming obstacles. So how can readers find out more about you and your work? Well, right now, my present book, Figure 8, spelled out, is on virtually every venue. So you could just look it up and it'll come up on every online bookstore. There's some regular bookstores, a brick and mortar, I guess you could say, that do have them in. But we don't have a lot of them where we are. So mostly anyone online, thrift books, Barnes and Noble, etc., they will all carry it. And you could just click and get the book. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Cynthia Fabian, and she is the author of Figure 8. Cynthia, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.